You're listening to Recover, episode 15. All content is produced by Marlon Hughes. It can be reached at allintalkingspirit at gmail.com. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Wow. It's been a year. You see, at this time last year, I was at a very low point in my life and virtually failing in every area in my life. My marriage was in a pretty dark valley at the time because of my constant displays of pride and anger. And also because of this, I was either facing termination or a demotion at my job. You see, my displays of anger and attitude became so bad in my working environment that my coworkers didn't even want to work alongside me, much less be around me at all. And all the while trying to get my head wrapped around the reality of my mom's terminal illness and her eventual passing. See, during this period, I must say that I was an emotional, spiritual and mental train wreck that happened in the worst way. And my attitude matched what I was feeling at the time. The only thing I was looking forward to at that time was the missions trip that we was taking with our church family. And it was only because it had afforded me an escape <laughs> to, to run in full flight of reality. Wow. You see, what a difference a year makes. <laughs> Since then, my, my marriage has taken a turn for the better. Why? Because I accepted my shortcomings as her husband and as a man. And I also followed through on the, on the suggestions that everybody was offering to me. Even at my job, I accepted the job demotion that was offered to me. And through time, my work improved, my work environment has improved greatly. And I've become more approachable because I was forced to shrink down to size. I was forced to take a bite of that humble pie. My mom's, she passed on. And I'm still struggling with that a little bit, but we'll get more into that later. And the missions trip, that was the blessing of it all because it was the start of real change inside. You see, I got a couple of questions now at this point in in my year. See, a whole year has went and gone. And now I'm turning around and I'm looking back at my life over the past year. So one of the things was what brought on this condition to begin with? What, what started all this stuff to begin with? Why, why did my recovery process start to go down into the valley like it did? I, I really didn't have any real reason to be acting the way that I was acting, right? I had a beautiful marriage. I was married to a, I'm married to a very giving and loving and beautiful woman. Stepped out in faith and, and came up here with her into an area that I had no, that, that I was not comfortable in. And I was working at a really good job going up the ladder, so to speak. And then we finally find us a church home. So why was I in that condition to begin with? 
Well, looking back at it, I, I have to say, I have to say that a couple of things contribute to that. I didn't surround myself with recovery, with, with spiritual recovery individuals that can not only lovingly tell me, but show me what it looked like. I, I was not surrounding myself with those type of people. So not surrounding myself with those type of people that can help me along the way. I started focusing and focusing on the wrong thing. And I think the, the, the next thing that contribute to that in the beginning was that pride was swallowing me up. You see, somewhere along the way, I would, I placed myself in the position to be the creator instead of a creature. I'm doing this. I did that. I don't need no help doing this. I do. I know it all. And then when people, places and things did not get with the fact that I was trying to make myself to be a God through pride, we were in conflict. Hence my marriage going down south, my job looking at me the way I am. Everything started going south. I just believe that's part of those. I, I stopped going to meetings. I stopped doing any kind of life program. I was just coasting by. And another thing I was thinking of too was what was I thinking? How was I feeling and thinking? The obvious answer to that question was poor me. Not everything is not working out for me. Uh, everybody's against me, but that wasn't it. So how and what I was feeling and thinking. First of all, I was in anger. I was in anger and not only I was in anger, I was really kind of in despair. Uh, really was, really was in kind of despair. I just didn't know what to do. I didn't know what turn, who to turn to or where to go. But more about how I was feeling. Wow. It's, I'm, I'm just kind of sitting here thinking to myself, you know, how, how those things were for me and how far I've come in just a year. We're going to stop right there for a moment, give myself a chance to think, and I'll be back after this.
right, we're back. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this podcast today. And I hope there is something that is in this podcast that I might be able to say or exhibit to you that it might help you in your own recovery process with what no matter what that recovery process entails. Now, before I go forward in the rest of this podcast today, I want to try to clear up something here. Not everything that I do share on these podcasts has to do with struggling. We all struggle in, in some areas of our lives, but there's always a solution. Even though when you don't see that solution that's right in front of you, at that moment, there is a solution. And in, in this podcast, this is just merely turning around, looking back over the year and recognizing that I struggled in that past year. And look where I'm at today. I'm, I'm, every day is not rainbows and butterflies, but man, it is not always thunder and rain around here either. And I have found a solution that works for me. And that solution comes in the spiritual relationship with the creator or which is God. And recognizing my need for him is what helps me stay sober and get through all of those thunderstorms and lightning moments. So what was the more important issue that I needed to work on? I really, I really needed to work on myself. You see, um, it all started when I stopped going to meetings. I stopped being around the, in the presence of other people that were living a life program, a positive life program. I stopped doing it. I stopped taking part in my own recovery. I started being complacent. I started hanging back and relaxing, thinking that whatever I'm doing today was going to help me tomorrow. And then with that complacency, I started to get too big for my britches. Let's just go ahead and say it like that. I started to get too big for my britches. I started thinking that I knew everything was the, did everything. And, and instead of being a servant, I started becoming more of a God. You know, it's, it's always good to be king. <laughs> and, and, and I placed myself in that position of being a king. And then, and, I started treating my subjects badly. Pride set in. <sighs> Yuck. <laughs> so that's, that's where it all came from. And then, and then once I got to this part of the, uh, this, this time last year was a, bad point. I started losing everything. I started getting, I mean, all these outside thirst. I, I, I started uh, just exhibiting anger tendencies. I started, um, my, my outside looked ugly because my inside was ugly. Nobody wanted to be around me, nor wanted to be in the same zip code. About to lose my job because no, because at that point, they viewed me as a threat. They didn't know what I was getting ready to do. They were scared for me. 
but they didn't want to be around me. And then on top of that, you know, with a parent that's getting ready to die. You know, that's another thing that I've thrown out on top of it, you know, and going through that for the remainder of the year. See, after that missions trip, it started to be a change in me. It started me thinking that there are some things that I need to do and need to get back to people in the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous. They call it going back to the basics. Getting back to the roots. Getting back to what is proven to work. That was the only way that I was going to find out what the issue that I needed to be worked on today, right then, and tomorrow. It's a personal thing. So my issue was a relationship with God. I knew of God but I didn't have the relationship with God. And for all of those that are listening out there that has a problem with that, I'm sorry. I apologize. It's not meant to try to get you into church or get you hooked on, on some form of religiosity. It is the sole purpose to know that in order for you to have, in order for me I'm sorry, in order for me to have freedom in my recovery, I need God, period. I need to recognize my dependence upon him on an every moment, everyday basis. And this was the thing that was missing from me that made me go south. So knowing that once that right there, what was I willing to do to get it? What was I willing to do? What? <sighs> the literature of Alcoholics Anonymous asks us, how far are you willing to get sobriety? What am I willing to do? So what I was willing to do was in my head, and in my heart, I need to wrap myself around the fact that I don't know all the things I think I do. That I need help. Because the issues that was facing me at that moment, I did not know a solution to those problems on my own. What was I willing to do? Admit my brokenness. Admit my fault. Admit my shortcomings. Admit that I was not all of that. I need to do that. I need to place myself in a position of humility. In a humbled state. To reveal my weakness. So what am I willing to do about it today to continue to do it? Well, I am entrenched in a church family. It may not be your thing, but it is my thing. And I, like I said earlier, I'm not trying to advocate that. I'm not. I'm not trying to advocate that. I am merely just saying that it's been my experience that this is working for me. Is everything rainbows and butterflies? 
No. But I do have some things along the way that helps me. What was another thing that I was going to do? I was going to get into a position to at least consider another way. See, for a very long time, here's an example. For a very long time, I've had, I've had issues with anger, anxiety, depression, anger, and anxiety. I've known this and I've always tried to take care of this issue on my own using unconventional means. Needless to say that none of it worked. None of it. Until my wife lovingly presented me another way to consider. It's been a little over six months or so now, but I now go to a counselor and it has been the best thing that has happened to me. But I was willing to consider another way. I'm practicing today to always can always get out of the way. Recognize my dependence on God. Recognize when I'm not walking with him because destructive things come in the way, pride, envy, jealousy, all these things, they start coming up. I know I'm not walking the path I'm supposed to be walking and staying humble. There's something to be said about looking back in the near past over a certain period of time for whatever reason. But for me in this season, it's really all about trying to see and be encouraged by the progress that I've made, however small that progress may be, and recognize my need for spiritual power. And in my case, I acknowledge that spiritual power as God that's behind it all. <laughs> yes, right now I might be, I might be struggling emotionally for obvious reasons, like my mom's end of her firsts is coming. But I'm not always in an emotional struggle. Please don't get it twisted. I'm not always in an emotional struggle. But in this part of my recovery journey, it's a must that I practice. What I've learned over the past year, what I recognize, embrace the struggle, and walk through it. And with that, I've reached the end of another podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that you was able to tune in. I would like to take this time to encourage myself and all listeners to be a part of either a 12-step or some positive life program and to surround yourself with trusted people that will keep you accountable. See and pay attention to what positive recovery looks like. Practice what you learn and keep your circle accountable. Give back to anyone that is struggling. The music tracks for all episodes that are played on this podcast can be found at freemusicarchive.org. Please check out the Facebook page to recover. Like it, please. And you can find that at www.facebook.com forward slash sober defense 29. You can leave your comments or suggestions right there. You can catch all the podcast podcast episodes at either podbean.com or iTunes. Just go to the search bar, search recovery. And as always, thanks for listening.